Anyone know what that is? That's music to my ears. That's another sale on Shopify, the all-in-one commerce platform to start, run, and grow your business. Shopify makes it simple to sell to anyone from anywhere. Whether you're selling shirts or sandals, start selling with Shopify and join the platform simplifying commerce for millions of businesses worldwide. With Shopify, you'll customize your online store to your brand, discover new customers, and build relationships that will keep them coming back. Shopify covers all the sales channels to successfully grow your business, from an in-person POS system to an all-in-one e-commerce platform, even across social media platforms like TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram. And thanks to 24-7 support and free on-demand business courses, Shopify is here to help you succeed every step of the way. It's how every minute, new sellers around the world make their first sale with Shopify. And you can do it too. I love how Shopify makes it simple for anyone to sell their products anywhere. Whether they're eBooks or earrings, Shopify simplifies starting and running your own successful business. When you're ready to take your idea to the world, do it with Shopify, the commerce platform powering millions of businesses down the street and around the globe. Now it's your turn to try Shopify for free and start selling anywhere. So sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash c-suite, all lowercase on c-suite. Go to shopify.com slash c-suite, all lowercase on c-suite, to start selling online today. Shopify.com slash c-suite. Are you a woman who's ready to excel in her career and her life? Are you ready to be a professional saleswoman by using your inherent qualities? Are you a woman who wants to be better prepared for a leadership position? Then you're in the right place. Selling in a Skirt with Judy Hoberman. It's about women in business, work-life balance, leadership, and current events related to gender communications. Be prepared to be inspired, motivated, and challenged. Selling in a Skirt with Judy Hoberman is your connection to women nationally, internationally, and globally. So get comfy and see what the buzz is all about. Find out more at www.sellinginaskirt.com. Now, your host, Judy Hoberman, on C-Suite Radio. You know, as a speaker and trainer and radio show podcast host, one of my most important tools I have is my voice. So when laryngitis set in and was followed by its cousin bronchitis, I began to wonder how and if I would ever have my voice back again. But it also started me thinking about how we start our lives having our voices and for some reason, we lose it. So why does that happen and how can we find our voice, whether it's speaking or writing or on social media? Having a voice is what you say to the world and in this fast moving, easily connected platform, you have to make sure what you say is important and worth hearing. So the question is, why does anyone want to hear what you have to say? Your words are what others take notice. They should be authentic and valuable and make others think. They should share your passion and your purpose and should make you think as well. Your word is your bond and your voice shares that with the world. It's pretty powerful, isn't it? But it's more than just a spoken word. It's watching a person and seeing and feeling their excitement. It's what they share with others. It's what makes them stand out in a crowd of millions of others. It's realizing what's important to you and really owning it. It's about being authentic and intentional, something we always talk about. And it gives you the time and the reason to do what you love for the reason you love with the people you love. So let's steer this conversation towards business. What can you do as a business owner or leader to find this voice that is so crucial to have? You see, your business voice is your brand and how you communicate it is what brings you more listeners in the form of clients. So ready to get started but don't know what that looks like? Well, here's a few ideas. The first is 
Do you know what your voice is? How do others hear you and how does your core value fit in? Your voice is your brand and let others know what you stand for and what you offer to others. So be clear. The second is, do you know what or who inspires you? Think about those that draw you in and determine what it is and why it is. Do you have those same qualities and are you using them in the same way? If they inspire you, you want to do the same for others. The third is, do you have the experience to share? Every step in your journey has given you lessons learned, both positive and negative. That's what makes you who you are, and that's what you can share with others. Use your voice in a way that lets others know you've been there and done that, and you're here to share the results. So once you're able to answer those three things, it's time to think about what makes you unique in the business world. Now remember, those millions of others that are in your space. Let's help you stand out. Now you have to combine your story, the reason why you do what you do, and what kind of experience you want your clients to feel and walk away with. Now my guess is a master at this, so I'm just going to give you a few thoughts. The first is put yourself in their shoes. More than anything, your clients want to know that you understand them and their challenges. Asking them questions that give you their struggles in their words is like winning the lottery. Using this information, you can provide them with the solutions that they need and want in their own words. Can you see how powerful that can be? Then be present. Whether you're speaking, writing, blogging, or any other way to get your voice heard, make sure you're present. When you ask a question, check and see if there are responses. And then it's your turn to continue the conversation. If you're meeting someone in person, don't have your phone or look around to see what else is going on. If you're meeting them in a virtual setting, have your camera on and be in that moment. Being present shows you're interested and that continues a great experience. And then don't worry about what everyone else is doing. Don't compare yourself to others. Your purpose is to provide the experience, your experience, not someone else's. As the saying goes, it doesn't matter what others are doing. It matters what you're doing. If you provide someone else's experience, why wouldn't your clients just work with them? It's not about being perfect. It's about being authentic. And that's your voice. And finally, remember that you are more than enough. This word seems to be the common thread in many of our conversations. Enough is enough with being enough. Letting your clients into your world of being you is what they really want. Getting a peek behind the curtain is giving them a first row seat to hear your voice. Not everyone is for everyone, and that's okay. People work with those they know, they like, and they trust, and they choose you. Your voice is the one that they want to hear to help them change their life and share you with their friends. So don't let that negative chatter disguise the voice you were meant to share. Remember, it's not about finding your voice. It's about giving yourself permission to use it. We're going to take a break and thank our sponsor, Walking on the Glass Floor. And when we came back, you better hold on to your hats because you're going to hear from my guest who will share her thoughts about how to use your voice. This is Selling in a Skirt with Judy Hoberman on C-Suite Radio, and we'll be right back. What happens after shattering the glass ceiling? You're now walking on the glass floor. Walking on the Glass Floor, Seven Essential Qualities for Women Who Lead is a timely and indispensable business guide for all women, whether you're moving out of a dorm room or moving into an executive suite. Introducing readers to the seven keys to success in business and life, Judy Hoberman brings her fresh voice, sales savvy, and thoughtful approach to each of the essential and most powerful leadership qualities. Written in her trademark no-nonsense glass half-full prose, Judy's blueprint for business teaches all women how to cultivate and strengthen key skills that will serve them in both business and life. Uncover amazing qualities they already possess that will help them lead and succeed and harness universal leadership qualities to continue reaching their full potential. By providing authentic real-life case studies and inspiring quotes throughout, Judy fills each page with the timely advice women need right now. 
Walking on the glass floor is like having Judy Hoberman sitting right next to you as your business mentor, personal life coach, and best friend all at the same time. You can order your own copy of the book at walkingontheglassfloor.com. Welcome back to Selling in a Skirt with Judy Hoberman on C-Suite Radio. I told you to hang on to your hats. Belt yourself in. Get ready because my guest, Jane M. Powers, is up next. Using her straightforward, big-hearted style, she guides thousands to transform their message to money from any platform with her speak-to-profit and core sales system. With decades of successful speaking and sales, yet perhaps most important of all, real-life experience founding and running three multi-million dollar businesses, Jane appreciates that success is truly about the power of your message. Entrepreneurs hire Jane to speak with confidence and sell with authority so that they can generate a sustainable sales funnel to easily identify, capture, and close on ideal clients. With nearly 30 years of sales success as a corporate executive and entrepreneur, she brings you everything you need to take advantage of the most powerful marketing tool around to make money. Speaking. Now, I've known Jane for years as a client and a colleague and a friend. Her energy is contagious and her heart is bigger than the ocean. So welcome to the show, Jane. I am so excited to have you here. I appreciate it. I don't know how to follow up what you just said. I'm writing notes down as you're introducing everything. (laughs) And that's the way it happens. And that's why we're connected. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. So let's start with the discussion of the day. Finding your voice. What does that mean when you hear that? The biggest thing that I can say for individuals is stop talking and start speaking. It's truly a a discernment that many people just continue to talk, but they don't bring as much value when they are intentionally speaking. My career started actually in the prison drug and alcohol treatment centers, and I was a counselor for intervention and sexual abuse prevention. And what I found was in trauma or in life, I should say, just about everyone forgets to speak up and speak up from their heart, from their mind, from their soul, and speak up for value. A lot of times people just talk to hear themselves. And that's very different for me than finding your voice. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I I love how you make the, the difference. So when you're in sales, and obviously we're all in sales, whether we're speaking or we're providing a product or a service or whatever, How important is your voice in selling? Without it, and again, it goes back to when I want to just make sure people understand, we can talk all day long, we can make buyers, we can, you know, do whatever we can, but finding your voice is about the true message that, and and you spoke to this earlier, my philosophy is you must position yourself as the expert. In that, you find your voice of power so that you can say, I've created three multi-million dollar businesses. I've turned profits around 240% in 11 months. Making sure that your voice has power, not just sound. And in sales, it's position yourself as the expert. And then you touched on this. The most important thing, without a doubt, is moving individuals into their yes or no. That's the discernment between being authentic and selling and just making buyers. Because back in the day, I used to make buyers. It was easy. I was, I, it was like a sales. It, it was like a carnival. I was able to make buyers. And then I grew up and got a little more mature. And I thought, that's not very nice. Mm-hmm. And so in selling, you've got to help people see they've got a problem and then you move them to their desired solution. And I'll give you an example. So we would do drug and alcohol interventions. There would be a dude with a needle in his arm, ODing, no family, no money, no home, and you would offer him treatment. 
and you'd be like, yeah, no, today is not good. And you're thinking, I have just positioned your tragic demise and you get to decide either way. So I feel that's so important when we find our voice. It's not about giving someone our perspective. It's about helping to authentically align with the other person's perspective or a stage. You can do one to many and finding what is their position? What is their top of mind problem? And are you the solution? You know, it's so funny. I was, I was thinking, as you were saying that, I remember being at a conference and I was not the speaker, but I was listening to the speaker. And as a speaker, you always think about what you would have done or how you would have done it. And so this gentleman was up there and he was yelling like loud and in your face and just yelling. And of course he's, you know, he said, and, and now you need to run to the back of the room and blah, blah, blah. And nobody got up. Nobody got up. <laughs> and he walked over to me and in my face, in my face, he said, you of all people, I can't believe that you wouldn't spend that kind of money. And I said to him, I don't need what you have. And he goes, what's the point? <laughs> so just because, I mean, I, I guess I looked the part. But just because you're loud and in someone's face does not mean that you have the voice or the solution. So when somebody says to you, well, you know, I have a very quiet voice, does that mean anything? No, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I've seen a number of different, as you know, we do the circuit. I have seen uh, the shaming clothes where, mm -hmm. you know, I've seen stage speakers say, stand up if you are not buying my product. <laughs> And he proceeds to beat everyone up. And I just think that's just really bad parenting. <laughs> it truly is about understanding. I've trained so many individuals in sales and in my profit centers when, you know, I was in the employment industry. But my boss early on when I was just, just coming out of the womb selling, he would say, you have two ears and one mouth at that ratio for a reason. And most people are not listening in the sales conversation. It's just a matter of understanding what are they actually saying. And, and you know this, we both do sales training. You know the reason for objection is a great reason, but it's never the real reason. Mm -hmm. And I am a proponent of finding the truth, finding the real reason, and getting individuals to honor that in themselves. And that in turn, my goal is to find my voice to make sure that I am aligned with them, but more importantly for buyers mm -hmm. or individuals on the listening side. And it could be as much as, do you want to go to the movie or do you want to go to dinner? Find your voice in your yes or no. You know the saying, make your yes be yes, your no be no. Right. That's my goal when I'm dealing with individuals stand fully in what you align with and what you truly desire. But more importantly, don't give in to your inner doubt. You were talking about worthiness and unworthiness, and that's a plague, yeah. I believe, amongst the world. So finding your voice is about saying, you know what? I really matter. My yes or no matters, and I'm going to speak up, and I'm going to stand up, and I'm going to play full out. Let's talk about women in sales. And because we're both women and we both do sales, we understand that it's a great career for people. It is. Mm -hmm. But most women that I speak to, they don't like it because it's icky. And that's a real technical term. And they feel inauthentic and they feel salesy. So what do you say to that? And I know you have a lot to say about that. I have a lot to say about that. First off, I am a woman. I love women. I get it. And I learned everything I know about business from playing basketball with men. 
Mm-hmm. I am not kidding you. I, I came out of college and I was, I played division one. I'm tiny, but I am just tough. I probably had anger issues, but nonetheless, I get on the court and men are just a unique breed. I would say things to them. I would not say to a sailor. I would beat them up. I literally would get into chest bumps and, and then afterwards, They'd say, hey, you, you coming to lunch with us? And I'm thinking, oh, you're not mad at me? No, I played <laughs> ice hockey. Ice hockey. Do you know what that means? We're bumping up against boards. We're knocking each other over. So I played with women. And <laughs> I played hockey. And they would get so mad at me. They would hate me because I played so rough. And I thought, well, it's hockey. So I tell you that because there is a very different a difference between how we play sports, not always, but how also how we sell. So I find women in sales, and this is no offense, but this is my experience, thousands of people of training and and women. And, you know, it's, we want to go to lunch. We want to braid each other's hair. We want to spoon and then hope someone buys from us Mm -hmm. and afraid to talk about the pricing. And it is, in my opinion, it is because we are the nicer species. We are considerate, we are kind, we are gentle, and we play very fair. So when it comes down to women capitalizing selling, when they understand their truth and what they bring for value, if they have trouble selling, women have trouble selling, build the value in what you're offering. And once you build that value, it'll feel like you're wrapping a bow and you're undercharging. Because it'll have so it'll be jam packed, but it does. It comes in. I want to make sure that they're getting a fair deal. I want to make sure that the scales are balanced. And once you build your value and understand your own expertise and your value, you will be unstoppable. But most of it comes down to, well, somebody told me to raise my price. Mm-hmm. Well, that's stupid. <laughs> Why? <laughs> like. Just because you could, but you have to intellectually, emotionally, and align inside to say, I would sell this to my own family. I would sell this to my best friend. I would buy it myself. But that's part of the issue, in my opinion, is there is not enough value built in that you yourself are leaning into the offer. You yourself are leaning into saying, you know what? I'm pretty awesome. Right. That's what we've got to get to the point, being able to be braggalicious. And that was, I'll tell you, Judy, corporate America, if you brought up your salary, you'd be terminated. Totally, instantly. And in this industry, everybody runs around, well, I've created three multi-million dollar businesses. My last event sold 840000 Oh my God, it was the hardest thing for me to do because I thought that is so braggy. Like it's braggalicious, don't. But I'm going to tell you, it shows people what is possible. And it has them saying, you know what? I can do that. If she can do that, I can, I do, can that. do that. And you know, it's funny because when you think about in the real world of negotiations, it has to be win-win. It can't be win-lose because when you yeah. win-lose, then you're on, if you're a loser, you're on the losing team and then you feel bad about yourself. But if you position it as win-win, if you pay me more money, this is going to happen for your company and this is going to happen for me and my family. And all of a sudden it's a win-win. A lot of times what ends up happening 
is women tend to sell from a lose-win. That's right. I'm going to lose because I'm going to give too much away. They're going to win because they're going to get more. But here's the truth of the matter. You know this. If people don't pay enough, have enough skin in the game, as they say, if they don't have enough skin in the game, they fall away. And then guess who is the failure? You are. Absolutely. You've been an absolute disservice to your person. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So question for you, what can you do in 17.5 seconds? Well, I thought that was the other show. <laughs> can we talk about that? <laughs> that would be terrible if it was only 17.5 seconds. No. <laughs> so what I can do is, uh, that is my parlor trick, my magic trick, my stupid human trick. It is to be able to deliver what now people love to call the elevator pitch. And I say, ditch your elevator pitch and get what I have patented, trademarked, stamp of approval, an intro-mercial. Not an infomercial where you're going to tell us about what you do, how you do it, why you do it, and the components. It's an intro-mercial that says, I'm awesome, you probably have a problem, and I'm going to solve that problem for you. I love that. I love that. And I love the fact that it's 17.5 seconds because most people will go, Oh my God, it's an elevator speech. I have to have this for three minutes. Blah, 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 blah. So I have a funny thing to ask you. Okay, so when I worked with you, both virtually and in person, I mean, I loved both sides of it. And I remember how I felt when you uncovered the amount of business I was leaving on the table. I remember that distinctly. And I tried to defend myself because that's what I thought I should be doing, saying that, well, most of my speaking gigs don't allow you to sell and blah, blah, blah. And you told me I simply needed to rearrange my talk and put this here and that there. And of course, I listened. Of course I did. (laughs) However, the very first time I spoke using what we talked about, your framework, I remember thinking right before I started, I'm going to wait until the next time because I'm really not ready to change this. And in my ear, I heard Jane Powers going, do it, Sassy. And I got on that stage and I did it exactly how we talked about. Exactly. I did not change a word. And right after my talk, a woman came up to me and she said, I need to work with you. Just like that. I mean, it was was not even, how do I work? It was, I need to work with you. And she's still with me and it's been three years. (laughs) The process works. So what do you say to someone who isn't ready to get out of their comfort zone or out of their own way? <laughs> I tell them, get a job. No. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's so funny. I reflect on this. I was talking about this this weekend because somebody said, God, you're so patient with me. And I laugh. Growing up, my mother told me forever, she'd be like, Jane, patience is a virtue. Mm-hmm. And I, I was little. I didn't know what virtue meant. <laughs> I thought, oh, I, hurry up and tell me because I, I didn't know. But it's a matter of being patient and, and not me being patient with someone because I am very patient. But at the same time, what it is, is be patient with yourself before. And now, Judy, if I would have said, if you didn't like yourself and you were like, oh, I'm not feeling value, that'd be a different approach. But because of the fact that you are you, I can basically say, no, just go do that. Mm -hmm. And you can't. Now, the individuals that are, well, I don't know if I can't, I can't get out of my own way. It's just that thinking right now, I am addicted. So this would be, this is my plug for Dr. Joe Dispenza. I'm reading Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself. Mm -hmm. We are addicted to our thoughts that go through our mind day in and day out. And and quite frankly, we're at the point where we don't even have control of our thoughts unless we are monitoring them. So what I say for individuals that aren't ready to get out of their way, number one, the very first thing is get structure. 
So what I did for Judy and what I do for others is I create a structure. It's a talk that is scientifically put together with brain formulas, with everything that says, I'm awesome. You may have a problem. Here's some great information. Now act. So it it sounds very simple, but most people want to inform. So when you're informing and people are hugging you and not paying you, then what you're actually doing is you're just being a, a teacher, a trainer. And what I want people to do is be of great service. And as long as you are staying in your own way, it's because you do not have structure. So about 60% of people's belief system, lack of value, I don't like speaking, I'm nervous, whatever it is, 60% of that goes away when you have a structured, dynamic presentation. The rest of it, the 40%, is build value and understand your own value. Look at every job you've had. Look at every problem you solved at that job. Look at the numbers, stats, and start to look and go, would I hire this person? So it's not a resume. It's really bullet pointing why you are awesome. Once you do that, the 40% diminishes then you only have about 10% of bad habits and your thinking and junk that gets in your way. But stepping into a structure that goes somewhere, that's the difference, but it it must go somewhere. So then you can build value and, and move people to their yes or no. You talk about speaking with confidence and selling with authority. You wrote a book on this. First, why did you write the book? But second, I understand about selling with authority, but speaking with confidence, where does confidence fit in? Because sometimes we're just trying to mimic somebody else and we may not own that confidence yet. First, get that book because there's a whole section in there about copycatting. (laughs) Tony Robbins, everybody, oh my goodness, everybody was jumping on stages, clapping like Tony Robbins, getting their mini tramp for backstage, and everybody was mimicking rather than modeling. Modeling is saying, okay, I like this formula. They hit a stage, they hit a platform, they hit a radio show, a TV show, a virtual event. They're hitting that platform. They're delivering a strategic talk or presentation, and then they're selling. Oh, remember Simon said it came out with Start With Why. I saw more people delivering his talk. I I think I did it one time because I thought, that's an awesome talk. I mean, You give them credit, but when you lose yourself in someone else's material style or delivery, what ends up happening is you have allowed yourself to be hijacked. You have allowed yourself, your agenda, your mission, and the way you act and learn in the world has been hijacked. That is the greatest disservice you can do. Here's a great example. I paid a coach $100,000, $100,000 about a year and a half ago, and I handed over the reins. I said, I'm paying you. I will get my money's worth. You tell me everything to do. At about eight months, I got so restless and I got cranky and angry. And I had to stop and go, what is that about? It was about allowing me the way that I operate to be hijacked. I highly recommend you do not give your power away to a guru, anyone. I have people that come to work with me and I ask them, what is the best way for me to work with you? What is your style? What motivates you? What demotivates you? Whenever I hire a coach, I say to them, I've got a couple of requirements. The major requirement I have is I get results. The next one is whenever you send me an email for feedback, you sandwich it. 
you tell me how wonderful I am. You give me the constructive criticism and right. then you tell me how wonderful I am. And I must have X's and O's at the bottom of my email or messages. Like that is literally <laughs> a requirement. <laughs> and, and I have people, I'm like, can you do that authentically? And they're like, yes. And I treat my clients the same. They either get X's and O's, or if I know the type of client they are in my coding system, I then send them my best. Like there's a different signature for individuals, but we've got to stop talking, start listening and start speaking the language of each individual. That doesn't mean be fake. It just means authentically connect. So Judy, you and I met I'm running around with holy jeans, leather jacket, and boots. Judy is sassy. I mean, to the <laughs> unth degree. We know this. She is girl animals, matches head to toe. I mean, we are complete opposites. I can't tell you the last time I wore a skirt. <laughs> I tell you. And, and you and I were able to connect because Judy knew my language, calling me grunge, thank you. And I knew hers, sassy. So we understood each other and that's why we connected. But if we try and continue to speak in our language, our communication style, to someone that is completely opposite, we will not align. Absolutely. And that's why I said earlier that when you speak to somebody and you listen really carefully to their words, you will find these nuggets that you would not have found if you were just like listening, you know, mm, I'm kind of listening, but I'm waiting to see what I'm going to say next. And I think when we met, there were fireworks, I do believe. And uh, <laughs> Mother Nature was like, what the heck is going on? You're inside. <laughs> so I mean, it, was, it was quite a meeting. And I just remember thinking, I have got to be in her circle. I have to figure out a way to do this. And truthfully, and every time I speak, I think, what would Jane say? Oh, no, she would tell me, mm -mm, reverse this. No, mm -mm. how much are you leaving on the table? I'll never forget when you said, let me figure this out for you. <laughs> because it was just, it was craziness, just craziness. <laughs> how can our listeners connect with you? Because there's a lot of things. First of all, her book is fantastic, but there's so much stuff that you need to know about Jane and be part of her, her circle. You really want to be there. So how can they connect with you? I bring every bit of freebie. So what I did, because I know you have such an incredible following and they're a magnet. Once you connect with your Judy, you're like, Oprah. Like the minute you go on Oprah, all of a sudden you are world renowned. Oh. So I know this. I've been on I've been on different events with you. What I did was I took my intro commercial 17.5 seconds to articulate your message so clearly people are winging credit cards at you. That is probably my top number one freebie. What I did was I plastered it for you and your group I put it right on my homepage. So janempowers.com. You get the entire script and you're going to get an entire recording that teaches you how to do it. The next step is I would love to invite everyone in October. We have an event, letstalkimpact.com. It is speaking, sales, and conversions. It is how to virtually online have impact as if you were standing in front of 150,000 people. So they can go to janempowers.com or letstalkimpact.com. And those are the best ways. Awesome, awesome. Well, I am thrilled. And I want to thank you so, so much for sharing the mic with me. I know that you are a busy woman, but I am 
grateful and thankful every day for our friendship and our professional relationship and everything else. So you have so much great information and I can't wait to see what our next adventure is. Yes, absolutely. I just appreciate you. You're so funny. You're like, I want to be a part of Jane's community. I'm like, I'm infiltrating because I love your community. What you have done (laughs) is ridiculous. I watch you, Miss Judy. I watch what you have done and I brag about you. I actually still use your video testimonial. (laughs) I love love doing that one. (laughs) Yours was my absolute favorite and I don't do that often. (laughs) It was so fun. So, you know, I adore you. I adore your community and I'm here to support everyone and anyone that I possibly can. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And I want to leave everyone with this quote, which I think will tie this up very nicely. When you own your voice, you own your power. So I thank you all for listening to our discussion where we share some extraordinary guests, some ideas for your business and ways to stand out as the amazing women that you are. Now make sure you stay connected with us. And remember, women want to be treated equally, not identically. Until next time, this is Selling in a Skirt with Judy Hoberman on C-Suite Radio. This podcast is part of the C-Suite Radio Network, turning the volume up on business. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.